You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode 20. If you've got a big dream or goal, but you just can't seem to make it happen, this episode will help you take down all those roadblocks. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I'm Kristen Brown. And for those of you that listen regularly, you know that I've been on a bit of a hiatus. Now, we all have those times where life gets a little bit nutty, right? That was me this summer. I was trying to juggle my daughter and my business and some personal goals. And for those of you that are new listeners, You may not know that I was actually widowed a few years ago, and so I'm doing this all on my own. (laughs) It can make me a little mental sometimes. So I needed that hiatus to work through some things. One of the things I was really trying to manifest in my life is I really wanted to find a way to escape somewhere tropical in the winter, but still get paid while I was on vacation and while I was in this warm place. Because I live in Minneapolis You know, it's pretty cold and nasty here for many months of the year. So I was trying to figure out how to make this happen. Well, you know what happened? Just by me focusing on that, an opportunity fell into my lap to speak at a retreat in Costa Rica. I mean, hello, (laughs) who would not love to do that? Not only is it all expenses paid, but I'm getting paid a decent little sum for that. And it got me thinking, you know, when that actually came to fruition, and it actually happened, and I signed the contract, like, this is not too good to be true. It is real. I realized that there is a lot more that goes into our goals than we often really think about. You know, we all have these big wishes, right? I wish I could do this, or I have this dream, or I have this goal, or I have a plan, whether it's personal or professional. But there are all these things that pop up to prevent us from really taking those things seriously, whether it's a New Year's resolution, which we all know is a bunch of BS, or it's something massive in your life, like a career change or finding a new relationship or a health change. So I wanted to just do a whole episode about wishes. Thus, the really very fancy and really clever name of this episode called The Wish Episode. And I really just wanted to give you some thoughts and some ideas on how you can make wishes real in your life So it's not just a wish, that it's actually an actionable plan that becomes reality for you so that it doesn't just sit there lingering in the back of your mind. Because, you know, there's a lot of research out there that shows that wishes and dreams are great, but if they sit back there in your subconscious and you're not working on them and you're not taking steps, they actually can be really stressful because they're subconsciously sending you a message that you're a failure. We don't say, yeah, I'm a failure because I'm not doing X, Y, or Z, but because it sits back there, we're not making progress, subconsciously we get that message. So I really want to help you take some steps to get through that so that the things that you dream of doing in your life, big and small, can actually become a reality faster and easier and with some thought behind it. Now, if you want to get the notes for this show, any links that I share, any tips, if you want to come and hang out with me at the Costa Rican retreat in February of 2015, you can get the link to that there as well. So the show notes are just right on happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts. They're all right there. So this is episode number 20, the wish episode. Clever. Let's dive into this because I am really excited to give you some best practices, not just what I've used to make 
really huge, massive wishes come true. But my clients and colleagues, coworkers, friends, I've seen this work for people. And I read a lot of books. I'm really into self-development, manifestation, visualization. I have a friend who does a lot on vision boards. I do a lot of work on energy and angels and the divine and things like that. And there's a lot that goes into creating a reality that works for your dreams. And some people say, well, this is just so cheesy. This just isn't me. I don't want you to think about it that way. I want you to think about it in terms of what are the gaps that you see in your life that are preventing you from being truly happy with where you're at and where you want to go. A wish is really just, you know, getting from point A to point B. And what are the steps to take to get to B where the wish is being fulfilled? And what do you need to do to get there? So here are kind of what I've put into action as the four steps that you need to make a wish a reality. And no, wishing upon a star, blowing an eyelash off your finger, that stuff, not not legit. (laughs) It's fun to do those things. And if you're doing it and putting action behind it, it can be a really fun little process to go through to help you have the mindset shift. But you need to take real action to make a wish reality. So here's here are the kind of steps that I see. The first is if you've got a wish that you want to make happen, but you keep getting stopped for some reason, the first thing is you need to know what your roadblocks are. What keeps stopping you and why? Now, a roadblock can be anything from being too busy to having a crazy schedule to having a health problem arise, having relationship issues. There's millions of things that bombard us every day, right? Stresses, happy things, that just pull us from our vision and from our focus. So the first step in making a wish reality is knowing what those roadblocks are and why they keep popping up. We're going to go into this more in a minute, but I want to give you the four things first. That's the first is knowing your roadblocks. Second is if you have a wish that you want to make real, you need to shift your mindset and make sure that that baby is top of mind at all times. When you have a goal, You need to prioritize it, focus on it, and put all of your energy toward it. Otherwise, it's going to just end up getting pushed further and further and further down the to-do list, and pretty soon there it lingers in the back of your mind, subconsciously making you feel like a big fat loser because you're not taking action on it, okay? So that's number two, is shifting your mindset so that you prioritize your wish, your goal, your dream, whatever you want to call it. The third key thing, this is the key, key thing, anytime you want to make a wish happen, You need to take action. So many people say, yeah, I'm manifesting. I'm visualizing that this thing is going to happen in my life. I'm going to win the lottery. I'm going to have a successful business. I'm going to write a best-selling book. I'm going to find love. But they're not doing anything to actually help make those things come into their life faster. And yes, there is actually some pretty good research behind manifestation and visualization. And a lot of you have read the book, The Secret, and how can you make things appear in your life? And we have the mind power to make that happen. But nothing is going to suddenly appear without you putting things into action to make them appear, to open yourself up to making them appear. It's like the little joke that maybe I've shared before. I think it's a far side comic and there's a guy sitting downstairs and he's reading the newspaper and he's saying, looking at the lotto, the lottery picks, and he's saying, oh, please, please, please let me win the lottery. And then up in the clouds, there's this God figure that's looking down and saying, go buy a ticket. In that case, (laughs) you 
get that the guy is wishing for something to win the lottery, but he's not gone and bought a ticket. He's not putting into action the mode or means of that wish actually coming true. So that's what I mean by taking action. If you want to write a best-selling book and you haven't even written a single page, well, there's a problem there. If you want to start a business, but you've not even gone and looked at the competition, you haven't written a business plan, there's a problem there. If you want to go find love in your life, but you're sitting in the house every night of the week by yourself feeling sorry for yourself, there's a problem. So taking action is the most critical part of making any wish a reality. And then finally, the fourth part of wish fulfillment is, (laughs) this sounds stupid, but measure and repeat. So if you're starting to take action, you're knowing your roadblocks, you shift your mindset, you start taking action, you have to look at the progress that you're making, even the really small steps and say, okay, that worked, that worked, that worked. Ooh, that didn't work. That didn't work. Ooh, that worked. And keep measuring and celebrating each of your little wins and setbacks along the way so that you can readjust your path and keep going and repeat those same actions. Because a lot of us, you know, we start taking action and then we hit a a snag or another roadblock and we say, it's not going to work. I'm giving up. But that's not what you need to do if you've got a wish that you really want to come true. You have to readjust your course, measure what you have done and why it hasn't worked and try a new path. Okay, so those are the four little steps, I guess, in wish fulfillment. One, knowing your roadblocks. Two, shifting your mindset so you can prioritize that goal three, taking action, and four, measure and repeat. Now, for me, the Costa Rica deal, when I landed that big wish that I've wanted is to go speak at a tropical location in the winter so that I can have my winter vacation paid for, but also get paid for and still work while I'm in a warm location. I used these same steps to get there. You know, I knew what my roadblocks were in making that happen was I just didn't know how to even get started. I didn't know where to look. I didn't know how to find opportunities to speak in a tropical location. So once I admitted that, I said, okay, now I can prioritize. I can say I need to go and figure that part out. Then I said, okay, I know I need to take some action. I need to go do some research. I need to find places that hire speakers in the tropical location. And the more I did that, the more I got to know different areas. And I started to look at resorts and villas and places where I could host one myself. And as I was doing that work, I was posting things about it. I was sending messages out. I was manifesting and visualizing and all that stuff. And one day I got an email asking if I would speak at a a retreat, surferpreneur retreat in Costa Rica. And it happened. It happened because I put the steps into action, those exact steps I just outlined. Now, To make those steps happen, you can say it, but actually doing it is another thing. So I want to give you five tips to help you take action on your dream. Because you know what steps you have to take? Knowing the roadblocks, shifting your mind, taking action, measuring and repeating. But how do you do that? What are some things that you need to do? The first thing is you need to get really, really clear on what your priorities in life are. We're busy. Today's world, man, time is stretched thin and I talked to someone yesterday who said he went through his calendar and found that every single week, he only had five free minutes to himself every week. And that's how all of us are. We're all in these crazy chaotic worlds where we just, man, we don't even know what to prioritize sometimes because there's so much demanding our attention and time. So you need to really do some work to get clear on what your priorities are 
and then make space for them. So if you know that you're really busy doing stuff for your kids, stuff at work, stuff for yourself, stuff for your spouse, stuff for family members or friends, you're on committees, you do something for a church or a spiritual organization, you need to look at all of those things. And I have a process I use called life mapping. If you want to learn how to do that, you can either get my book, The Happy Hour Effect, or get my program, The Stress Turnaround Program. I'll post links to both of those because those walk you in detail in how to create a life map so you can get clear on your priorities. So you can get clear on what's driving the time suck. You can get clear on what's causing you stress so that you can make better decisions about how to spend your time. Because once you know what's really sucking all that time from you so that you don't have time to go after that big wish or dream, then once you're aware of it, you can say, okay, I know I I need to let some things go. And I always tell people, just because you let something go for a while to make room for a priority doesn't mean you're letting it go forever. I worked with a client who, you know, she had this dream of writing a book and was so busy. She had kids, she had a job, she had all this stuff going on. And I said, well, what kinds of things fill up your time? And we did the life map and she identified that, you know, she had a lot of stuff going on. She had, you know, she was going to yoga three, four times a week. She was going to a church committee meeting. She was going to her kids stuff. And I said, what if just so that you can free up a couple hours a week for now, you dropped your yoga down to two nights a week instead of four and you cut back on the time that you're spending on your church committee. So she did that, you know, it freed up a couple hours a week. But in a couple hours a week, she was able to reprioritize her book dream and write and write and write. And pretty soon she had a book to show for it. She got that priority in line and she wrote that book and that wish came true. So you need to do the same thing is become very clear on your priorities and what's sucking your time and letting go of things for a while. She's back to her full time four night a week yoga and volunteering on the church committee, but she now has her book to show for it too. So you don't have to let things go forever, but sometimes for a while things need to move down the priority list while you make room for your big dream. All right, the second thing. As you're working on a dream, you need to find your motivation because if you don't know why you want to accomplish something, you're not going to work on it. (laughs) You know, if you're like, eh, I want to start a business just because. If you don't know what the deeper root cause of that is, you're not going to to work or prioritize it. So really go deep and say, okay, you know, I want to find love because I want a partner to share in life's joys, or I want to have a child, or I want to have someone to share my financial responsibilities with, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But you need to know for you why you want to achieve your dream, whatever it is that you're going after. Once you have that, that needs to remain front and center. And I often tell people if they're comfortable having this posted, post it on your office wall, on your refrigerator, put it in your purse, write down, take a picture of, do whatever you need to do to show what your motivation is to accomplish a dream so that it's front and center. It's like when someone wants to lose 20 pounds and they put a picture of a Victoria's Secret model on their kitchen cupboard. I'm not condoning that because I think we all know that Victoria's Secret models are often airbrushed and that is not something to strive for. But it's the same concept. Knowing what your motivation is and keeping it front and center as a reminder will keep you going when you're going after a dream. That's number two. Number three is if you have a big dream that you want to go after, a big a big uh, wish, you need to have a solid plan but the plan also needs to be really, really extremely realistic for your life. Because what's going to work for you is not going to work for your neighbor, is not going to work for your spouse, is not going to work for your best friend. 
you need to create a plan that fits with the dynamics of your life, the time availability, the way that you know you function best in certain situations. You know, if you know that you want to start a business, but you work a 70 hour a week job, it's going to be really hard for you to to do that really quickly. So you're going to have to really break that up into really small chunks and say, you know what, I got two hours a week where I'm going to focus on figuring out how to make this new business idea a reality. I did that exact thing when I was working in a really high pressure, long hour job before I started happy hour effect. It was just a a year or two after my husband passed away. I had a two-year-old daughter and was working long, long hours and knew I wanted to start this business, which now has become happy hour effect. But I didn't have the time and frankly, didn't have the energy, but I knew I wanted it. I had the motivation. And so I had to reprioritize some things and I made it happen. But in really, really small steps. It did not happen overnight. So you have to create a solid and realistic plan that fits your lifestyle dynamics. And don't let anyone try to push you into their vision or framework of what a plan should be. You need to create that for yourself. All right, that was number three. Number four, once you've created your plan, your realistic plan to achieve a goal, a dream, a wish, you need to look at the areas where you know that you have a gap in making this dream a reality. So it might be a knowledge gap where you don't know how to do something or you don't know how to do a certain step in your plan process. It might be you don't have interest in a certain area of it or you don't have the skills in a certain area. I'll give you an example. For me, as a business owner, there are a lot of things that come up. You know, there's finances, there's taxes, there's all the stuff that goes into the back end of the business. I hate taxes. I don't try to do my taxes on my own. Some people love numbers and they love that. I do not. I have an accountant who does all of that stuff for me. A, I don't have an interest in it. B, I don't have the skill set to know the tax laws. I have the knowledge to do QuickBooks and I have the knowledge to do spreadsheets. But because I don't have the interest or the skills to take it to the next level, I outsource that. I find the support that I need to help me on that. So if you want to write a book, if you want to start a business, if you want to lose weight, if you want to find love, if you want a job promotion, if you want to have a child, and there are certain parts along that journey or in that plan that you just, you're not sure how to take it to the next step, you need to find the right people, the right support, the right training, the right education to get you over that gap. Otherwise, that gap is going to become a roadblock. And that wish isn't going to become reality. So you need to prioritize finding support because we can't achieve any dreams alone. We just can't. We have to find the help that we need. You know, when I go to Costa Rica for this retreat in February, well, what about my daughter? Oh yeah, I'm going to have to find a babysitter for her for a week. So, you know, you always have to have support at any step of the process in your plan. No matter how well thought out it is, you need support. That is number four. Number five, you know, this one's pretty simple, but it's also often the most hard for people, is just to go for it. Just be fearless. Just dive in. Just go, go, go and dig deep into your soul and be brave and just go for it. Chances are, you know, a lot of us are going to fail along the way. We're all going to fail at some point at something in our lives over and over again. So just remember that we all have the ability to bounce back. We all have the ability to change direction. We all have the ability to ask for help. So if you have a big dream or a big wish, go for it. Why not? What is stopping you? What is the worst that can happen? So that is number five. Go for it. 
Easy, but the hardest part. So I want to go over those again. As you're going after a dream, wish, goal, whatever you want to call it, number one is getting clear on your priorities. Number two is finding your motivation. Number three is creating a realistic plan for your life dynamics. Number four is getting the help and support you need to close your knowledge or interest gaps. And number five, number five, baby, go for it. Yes, go for it, okay? I want you to do this. Now, before we head out, I'm going to give you three mantras. Now, these are things that you can say to yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed and you need to get refocused on your wish or your dream, okay? Now, I sell meditation cards. If you are interested, just I'll put a link to it on the show notes. Again, the show notes are at happyhoureffect.com under podcasts. This is episode 20, the wish episode, and you can get those meditation cards shipped directly to you. They're really fun for just any time you need to have a little bit more focus or creativity, personally or professionally. All right, so I'm going to give you these three mantras that you can use or you can create your own when you're feeling like you need to refocus on your dream or your wish, okay? The first one, and this is the one I use personally, there's enough time for everything. A mantra is meant to be repeated over and over again to yourself in the present tense so that it feels real in your life, okay? So that's mine is there's enough time for everything. Use it if it feels like it resonates with you. The second mantra my dreams have value. Many of us feel like, oh gosh, I, I just, I can't do it. Or I don't, who am I to do this? Or, oh gosh, I'm not qualified. Yes, you are. You have value. Your dreams have value. So this is one of my favorite mantras is my dreams have value. Number three, if you suffer from guilt, this is a good one for you because a lot of us feel guilty taking time away from our loved ones or from other priorities to focus on a dream. Sometimes it feels selfish or like it's just kind of egotistical to be focusing on ourselves so much. So this is one of my favorite mantras for that situation. And here it is. When I'm happy, everyone benefits. Simple, right? Oh my gosh, that statement is just so simple, but so powerful. When I'm happy, everyone benefits. So if you suffer from guilt, that's a really good one for you, okay? I'll also put those mantras on the show notes page. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear from you and get your feedback. So please just post a comment in the show notes or send me an email, Kristen at happyhoureffect.com, or just head on over to Facebook or any social media site and interact with me there. I would love, love to hear from you. And again, if you want to come and hang out with me in Costa Rica in February of 2015, I would love to see you there. There's only 16 spots. So if you want in, you're going to have to register quickly. So I'll put the link right on the show notes page and hope that you will join me and I will see you there. So I hope that everyone got something out of the wish episode and that you are one step closer to making your wishes, dreams, and goals a reality. I'm Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, and we will see you next time.